Hello, welcome to the teaser episode for Six Cold Feet, which is a new fiction podcast out of Brisbane, Australia. Um, we're very excited to bring it to you soon, but we're just going to quickly tell you a little bit about the show as an introduction. My name is Josh Denetlin. Your name is? Jessica McGaw. Hello. I've been the producer on this show and an actor and an editor. And Josh is writer, director, wearer of headphones. We're really excited to bring you this new project. Six Cold Feet, which is a fiction podcast uh, following the adventures of a young musician named River who has been looking for his lost sister who's been missing for a few weeks at the start of the podcast, which isn't good for anyone who knows about missing people. If they're gone for more than a couple of days, you're in big trouble. Um, But some strange things start to happen as he looks for her. We realize the town he lives in is an unusual place. So it's exciting to tell that story in this format. What did you like about working on this podcast, Josh? I think it's a really uh, exciting new way to tell stories. You know, I've written lots of other forms. I've written poetry and plays and novels, and they all have their strengths and weaknesses. I think in this podcast format, what we wanted to do was have this idea that was found audio, so the audio equivalent of found footage, which works really well for a show where um, the narrator is conscious that he's reaching an audience, so he's talking to the audience as it goes on, and the audience is hearing these recordings that he's cheekily making and lying to people about and saying he's not making. I think having that interactivity with the audience and that connection is something that's really special and kind of particular to this kind of format. I got to work with actors, which is always nice. It's always interesting to hear your words come out of very attractive people's mouths. Uh, Although we didn't get to use people's attractive faces, unfortunately. And I've been wanting for a long time to tell a story specifically about musicians. Being a failed musician myself who's played in a lot of bands that didn't really go anywhere. Uh, I've always been fascinated by music as the art form that is most universal and connects so many people but also attracts so many souls with tragic endings. You know, like I love Otis Redding. He died really young. You know, you've got your Kirk Cobain's, you've got your Robert Johnson, uh, who we talk about quite a lot in the show. Um, and these beautiful kind of mythic tragic figures I've always found really interesting. Yeah, they're really cool. Also got to throw in a Muddy Waters there. Yeah, That's for sure. Cool. <laughs> for sure. So Jess, we've worked together before on a couple of things. Yes. Um, so it's nice to do that again. What did you enjoy about this particular process? I love your storytelling. So for me, it's always exciting when I get to work on a new project. Um, Specifically, this one I loved because it's set in Australia and it has these fantastic characters that are all really sort of gritty and meaty characters and none of them are quite as they seem. So every single time you think you've got a handle on it and got them figured out, something new comes along. So as an actor, that's super exciting to play and um, gives you a lot of scope and different things to work with. And also being able to work so closely with the writer and ask a whole heap of questions and find out some really deep and meaningful things about your character and being able to yeah, work in that direction is pretty amazing. It's not something that you always get to do. You don't always get to work with the writer. It's usually director, but in this case... Yeah, they normally just lock us in a closet. <laughs> yeah, you're done now. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, so that was really cool. Why did you decide to write this story or what inspired you to write a story like this? Yeah, well, like I said, it it comes from those myths around like people like Robert Johnson, there's kind of lost souls. But I wanted something that um, captured that kind of escape that music can give us and the way that when people escape into it, sometimes really great things happen and sometimes not so great things happen. And I've always loved unreliable narrators and the way they can kind of lead you down a garden path and you can really love them and really empathize with them and then become frustrated with yourself when new things happen. Why did you choose the format of a podcast? Well, I'm always looking for, yeah, I like to talk about a story being a soul and you got to find the right body for it. I think it could have worked as a novel, this story, 
But I just think the whole idea of the found audio where we're hearing, like as we were recording, we'd hear cicadas in the background and we'd hear people yelling and that kind of just adds that authenticity. And again, coming back to the music thing, you know, I love early blues recordings where you can hear people like dropping things in the background and that, that real raw kind of authenticity. Um, and I think it's nice to connect with the audience when the character is talking about a recording that they know an audience will hear and respond to as each episode comes out, we're going to hear the character responding to the audience um, responding to what he's doing, which I think is really cool. Yeah. I also really love the concept that we are going outside of Australia. Like the storytelling is no longer insular and small and that with a podcast, you're able to create this amazing story and you're able to get it out to the whole entire public with the way that you've written, we've been very privileged to be able to translate that text into something that's breathing and living and can, you know, come to life across the sound waves. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's really exciting to potentially reach, you know, a large audience. Um, now for you, you did a bunch of different things on this show. You did some acting and producing and editing. What was yes. it like wearing so many hats? <laughs> very busy. <laughs> I loved it. It's, um, again, like I said, that creative process from start to finish you don't usually get to do that you and I got to handpick these amazing actors and being part of a creative process like that that we can have control over that we can collaborate with that we can bring in other artists musicians all sorts of different people um, and join them all together is pretty spectacular really and not something that happens all the time so and the fact that it's grassroots and we're doing it ourselves and that we don't have big backing behind us yet we can still create something like this is pretty amazing. Yeah, I, I've been lucky to work with great publishers, but even with great publishers, sometimes I want to say something and they're like, mm, we might get sued, don't say that. Where's this? <laughs> do whatever I want. You can say what you like. Yeah. Well, we might uh, listen to the trailer and come back in a second. Some of you may be sitting there listening to this thinking, that poor fool can't accept the fact that his sister's dead. I've thought a lot about what I should say first. Whether we should talk about her disappearing, or the drugs, or her fugues. And of course, there's all that ridiculous, crazy propaganda that people talk about Ulava. I've heard everything from UFO sightings, to human trafficking, to it being a mini narco state. It's weird what people say about small towns. All right, well, last little thing to round out, we'll be releasing episodes very soon. But before we do that, we want to really encourage people to check out our Patreon page. We can throw us a couple of dollars towards the production costs. We had to pay for the interwebs. We have to, of course, pay our wonderful actors. That's very important. Very important. Experience dollars. Banks don't take them. Yeah, or landlords or anything. It's frustrating. <laughs> uh, otherwise, I'd be rich. Um, so we want to be able to do that. And Patreon, I really like as a method. It gives money directly to the artists. I support a bunch of podcasts on there. I love The Dollop. It's one of my favorites. I love Criminal. Um, my friend Caitlin Plyley has an amazing one called Just a Spoonful. It's really a nice way. Yeah, it's a really nice way to 
directly give funds to those people who are making the things that you love. 100%. So um, we hope you enjoy it and um, thanks for listening.